0: down a rabbit hole Mm -hmm. before we before i did this um and i didn't really get anything out of it but it was um i was like let me google tiktok brainwashing so i did that sure and it's just very interesting some of the things that you pull up so i thought it was very i'm not a fan of the police as you could probably imagine Mm -hmm. but there was this video from this very right-wing website red elephants. I yeah. don't even know if I can call them right wing. They're incredibly centrist in the red direction. Yeah. Um, can, let me know if you can hear my computer audio because I'm going to play a clip. All right. Can you hear? Yep, did you hear that? I did. Okay. So listen to this. This okay. is from the red <laughs> elephants website and it's the is basically about how TikTok is brainwashing kids. Now, I agree with the message here, mm-hmm. but it's very difficult not to agree with what the point that they're trying to make is, because if you just <laughs> scroll through the website, right? Yeah. This is, this is, for instance, and there's videos that accompany this, but TikTok is an audio platform. So here you go. I'm just going to play it in its entirety. And every time you hear the same sound, remember, it's a new clip, of, and the video is just a person scrolling down a feed. So, yeah. me.
1: Bastards. All cops are Bastards all cops are bastards all cops are bastards all cops are bastards. all cops are bastards. all cops are bastards bastard. i mean bastard. all cops you, are you know what that makes me think of that it's ma- still
0: going dude that was the same feed that was one person scrolling down their feed uh, just a regular feed oh. which like again I like the message, but that is creepy.
1: That is very creepy. You know what the, that because that makes me think that? of those oh. uh YouTube videos, like the kid YouTube videos that are like super weird where like Spider Man has sex with Elsa and all that.
0: Oh you know yeah, I mean? that was a big um that was a big part of the Pizzagate gate conspiracy, but it was real. That like that, that was real. Like they really did have all those creepy ass videos for kids that kept getting recommended. Yeah they were like grooming videos but it it was was kind of like that
1: like it was kind of like that that type of audio and whatever in repetition the
0: the weird thing is is it's all teenagers who are filming themselves hopping on board doing the meme and 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 i don't really know if that's brainwashing because like i say a lot of memes that i don't believe just because Mm -hmm. it's funny to say them but and, and honestly, I don't really care if everybody does believe that particular meme, but it is really, really interesting just that the way that that website is formatted, that it really, you could you could just hear the same sound effect over and over and over. And that is, that's proven behaviorism. You can train someone to do something yep. just by repeating the same sound over and making cues, you know you'll start saying all cops are bastards. You know, Uh now I hear that in my head and you'll start (laughs) saying it to your friends and it'll become normalized and suddenly everyone will hate cops and then the West will fall apart. (laughs) (sighs) Yep, yep. That's how it happens, man. We can't have that. Yeah, man, it is really strange. It's a very strange platform with very obviously nefarious purposes. It's also designed worse than a malware. I mean, it's very clear what it is. I'm very sure that it was um, like a psychological weapon. Um, in at least some respects, just just not even necessarily intentionally, but because, like, imagine if, you know, a foreign nation created and seeded Twitter, mm-hmm. you know, we'd be like, Jesus Christ, this thing takes over our brains and makes us all hate one another. It divides. So, like, you know, Jack is responsible for creating the same kind of thing. But, you know, it is really oddly nefarious when you just hear the same clip over and over in a very charming voice mm-hmm. and all these dejected children on this website. I don't understand where these people exist because like all of them have half dyed hair in one color. Yeah. Half dyed hair in another color. They all have that neo grunge look that They're all you do is you put type, on a lot of you know glitter and blush that makes you look really sweaty. And I don't understand why girls like that particular look <laughs> other than because it gives you a sense of identity and performative depression. But you know, that's a different story. Anyway, so there it's just a strange platform that's like not, it's not, I don't know. It reminds me of Tumblr because it's not real. Like nobody, <laughs> like in three years, nobody whose identity was the thing they were on TikTok will still exist. Yeah. It's like Tumblr. It's just a weird place for you to, I don't know, just be really odd and showcase how really odd and different you are. And guys say, go for it. That's great.
1: Well, you uh, know, it, it, it it's weird to me when something exists and then like, within the span of a week it takes over everything because before we nice. knew about tiktok it was around for like a couple of years like it was a replacement for vine which was super yeah. popular like yeah. legitimately you know and yeah. and then and then tiktok all of a sudden i mean it was around people knew about it like there's kind of it was like a people were like oh there's a a replacement for vine kind of coming up you know we don't know about it and then all of a sudden it was the big thing and that is like a huge red flag.
0: I remember when Vine came out, and my first video that I ever did on Vine was I was at a I was at a State University of New York campus in 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 this town of Purchase, New York. And I was gonna go, and I was looking to see if I wanted to go to this college, and that and that app just hit. Mm-hmm. So me and three of my friends were like, "All right, let's do our first Vine." Out, out here, and you get six seconds. So I was like, "We're here at Purchase College. Your dad's dead, and that's it." And I, <laughs> and that was all I did. And I put it out on the internet, and it didn't get that popular. But I, I, <laughs> that was that was the first and, and probably one of three vines I ever made. What what year was and that? Then I was that had to be two thousand because it was pre-college, so it had to be. This was the this was the Obama era, maybe. Okay. <laughs> Because like if you posted that now, everybody's (laughs) sense
1: of humor is so fucked up. That would be fucked up. It it would be a hit, you know? (laughs) Yeah.
0: Your dad's dead. That's it. It was really like (laughs) and I was smiling while I said it because I guess some really malicious idea I had that perhaps somebody would be deeply affected by that, even though (laughs) I don't know what the point of it was, but it wasn't it wasn't good. So that's what things like that do to your brain, I guess. It wasn't my fault, of course. Um. And then TikTok comes along and I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm 24 years old. I have, I'm, I'm not downloading new social media Mm -hmm. ever, ever. I'm it's, um, that's social media is an op for young teenagers and anybody who's over a certain age, you know, unless again, unless it's the app, you know, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, you have to get those. That's everybody has those. But if you're getting these niche, apps i i look at you with either great suspicion or i think you'd you know what are you really getting i don't know it's just great suspicion what are you getting out of that And are you getting because i tried to go on at one time on someone else's phone and i was like all right let me look up the cook stuff for cooking and it was like okay so this is instagram yeah that's it this happens on instagram it's the same thing and, th- and that's I the other know. weird
1: thing about it is it's not unique like you can do the exact same thing on Twitter or yeah. Instagram or whatever, but right? Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's weird.
0: It's well, its design feature is that unlike any other app, it is it is a it, it. So, uh, whoever created it said, "How can I generate a website that operates off of the meme principle?" Because Twitter, Twitter is that a little bit where you have retweets and retweets are basically what keeps Twitter alive. If we're being honest, because that's how half of the news gets transmitted to us. And I mean, most of the things we're talking about on the timeline are quote tweets or retweets. That's just the meme principle. People are attracted to seeing different groups of people have the same thought on a particular subject or reproduce the same thought because it's either funny or interesting or something like that. So then, Whoever made TikTok said, now we need to take that to a hyper level and do audio stimulation, visual stimulation. You got comments that are flying at the bottom of the screen as you scroll by. You've got, you know, and it's always pop music. It's always Mm -hmm. really hype pop music. It is a dopamine factory. Um their algorithm is is known to seed people's addictions to it. Like they'll, they'll give you lots of views on a post. And then if you put out a lot of posts, you know, the views don't necessarily pick up, but if you leave for a while, you know, and you come back then man, you'll get a lot of views on a post. Like they, they've already figured all this out. It's made to get you on it like every other social media, but this one in particular also Works with these weird social cues that Twitter only worked with tangentially, but then you literally see people acting out words that other people have said over and over and over and over yeah. again. How do babies learn by imitating yeah. people? That's that's literally psychology. Is the way that human beings transmit everything is through the imitation. So I, I don't. It's just I don't know. Isn't that weird? It it's seems very weird. really weird to me. At least with a meme a meme is a creative outlet mm-hmm. as in you you're given a template and you, you can put things on it. that express your particular joke on the subject and maybe you don't even get credit for it. That's the other big thing about memes is they're largely uncredited. Um, and so, I mean, and uncredited in the sense that even if they are credited, who the fuck looks at the credit? Nobody, Yeah. nobody cares. So you have that. And that's like one way it's a creative outlet in the form of a meme. TikTok is a, is a, is a inlet. It's it's different people's identities being cycled into very few movements and sound effects. It's a homogenizer. It's a centralizer. It doesn't do what a meme should do. It works in kind of re- in the reverse. It's very strange.
1: Now, how much stock do you put into it being like an overt Chinese plot?
0: No, I don't. Well... I don't think there's anything particularly Chinese about it. I'm not calling you out. I'm saying like uh, any government could have made this. Yeah. (laughs) Any government could have made this thing. I'm sure many have tried to make them, but uh, yeah, I guess because it's literally government owned. Yeah. It's definitely (laughs) a plot. Of course it is.
1: Do you think Obama got on the horn with Xi Jinping and was like, dude, we got to do something. You know I, I think mean? Trump
0: did. Trump I bet you did? Trump is. I bet you Trump is. He's on the phone like, my good friend G, because, <laughs> you know, this is all a show. Please take down the brainwashing app, Baron. He can't stop. Uh, <laughs> what are, the, what are the, I don't literally can't even tell you a popular song on TikTok. No idea. He keeps talking about wet pussy. <laughs> oh, my God. He won't stop. Baron, stop! I can't. (laughs) I don't know what that kid sounds like. (laughs) I'm I'm sure it's something. No, dude, have you
1: seen him? Like, I'm sure he's got like a uh, like a shack voice. No, no. Tell me
0: that kid's not a Nazi, right? Really? Who who he is, (laughs) but what he looked like. If they could have crafted the perfect German child, that's that he. It's Baron Baron Trump. Let's see. What do we have here? Yeah, I don't know anything about the kid. I'm sure he's perfectly delightful, but he is also fits an archetype. <laughs> you yeah. Know? I think it would be dishonest to say that he didn't look like a particular kind of kid.
1: <laughs> I think he had like a Discord profile or something. that like no He was on like gaming way. Discords or or something.
0: Dude. And his dad is a hardline conservative. Dude, the kid is definitely alt right like 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 the, 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 the not <gasps> oh. the you know the the easy kind like the you know i just say the n word on discord service kind
1: no he had a no roblox he had a roblox account <laughs>
0: holy crap how tall is this kid
1: oh he's super tall
0: wow he shot up uh-huh wow what a kid how old is he
1: uh he's like 16 15 he's something like 14. That. really this kid Holy is cow. huge okay Holy I'm, uh, crap. I'm,
0: I'm, well, I'm, i mean look at both of his parents are tremendous yes. people they're tremendous people and you know he's on you know steroids and 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 adrenochrome and <laughs> exactly, hormones right yes. he's they're a shaping vampire the, they're shaping this kid to be the cutie of the 22nd century <laughs> Because there's one picture here. I'm gonna send it to you. Is there a Zoom chat? How do I send you this? Yeah, a Zoom you can chat? you can
1: send it on Zoom or Twitter. Okay, here's a I Zoom did.
0: chat. Go look, take a look at this photograph. It should, oh maybe that's not the photograph. You can do it on oh, yeah. Twitter. Okay. Check that. It should be a particular photograph that comes up. Trump's in the middle, Ivanka's on one side, Barron's on the end. Yes. Right? Yes. He's wearing I see that. this kid dresses like me. This is how I dress. <laughs> He's wearing a black bomb a black I, it looks like a black bomber jacket, which I literally own, Matt. He has a black T-shirt on, black jeans, and a black belt with no metal. Uh, I don't know, buckle; it's a black buckle. This kid dresses exactly the way I dress. He's a, he's a cutie pie in this photograph. You know, he's the teen <laughs> idol of the next century. I'm telling you, this kid is going to be big from, oh, on the
1: right. Wait a minute! I'm about to. I'm about this to. He's going to be big on the right. I'm I'm going to send you something on the Twitter chat. Uh, okay.
0: The Twitter chat. Yeah. All right. What do we have here? Let's uh,
1: see. I, this is just proving your point.
0: <laughs> Look at that. He's the Twitter chat. Oh, let's see.
1: Let, let me know if, uh, if the if the picture. You'll know it when you see it.
0: it. It's giving me an unsafe content warning link, which this is hilarious. All right. I might save the picture and just send it to you. Page yeah, save the picture and send it to me because Twitter literally doesn't want me to see this.
1: You're going to love this. Yeah. Uh,
0: Look at oh, that. Man. All right, let's... Whoa, that's crazy. <laughs> all right, so this picture, uh, Ivanka's in the middle, and she... I must say, the woman has a fantastic fashion sense, and that's probably why the kid does too. But the, look at this coat that she's got on. It's, it's brown yep. and red and black and white. It's all the f- colors we love. And... <laughs> and <laughs> Trump still dresses like a dickhead. I don't uh-huh. I don't know why he needs to have a vest that's goes down to his knee. And then Barron, no tie. I've never seen he's dressed like an Amish. No tie and a pea coat with I it doesn't even look like it's like it's a velcro pea coat cuz I don't see any buttons, do you?
1: I see one button at the very at the bottom, bottom, right? It's not
0: buttoned, yeah. which makes me believe that is a velcro pea coat. That is crazy, and he's already as tall as Ivanka in this one. So, and now he's he's almost two inches taller than his father at this in one yeah. of his pictures. And he's behind his father, and he's taller than him. That's crazy. This kid is gonna be something. He's got in this one. He's got a black t shirt, <laughs> black polo t shirt on, long ass legs. This kid has <laughs> with the black slacks, and he's got white Adidas. This kid knows how to dress. That's right. <laughs> This kid knows how to do. You remember the whole picture of them? Here's another. This is a great one. I had to describe this one in a more interesting way. Ivanka's wearing a white and yellow striped dress. Trump's just dressed like Trump. And behind is Baron. and he's wearing white shorts and a red shirt with a with a red fish with a white fish in the middle of it. And he's <laughs> terrible. It's he really picked up his fashion sense. Man, this kid.
1: You know, you know, you know if oh go ahead be the president. He could be
0: the president. <laughs> a st- well, they listen this. The chances if you ha- were a president and you have a kid or a <laughs> nephew, the chances of them become president is pretty high. <laughs> yeah, when you look at it. So you know, we could be seeing it.
1: <laughs> what year do you think he's going to run <sighs> against uh, Chelsea Clinton? Like she's gonna be eighty-four. She's gonna
0: be old as hell. I was but gonna she, say she, she's gonna be eighty-four
1: now? and she's gonna look bet, great. Well,
0: listen, I bet you she looks fantastic today. Can we admit? I mean, the woman <laughs> is gorgeous. Just a joke. Um oh my god, how old is she? Take a guess.
1: Um thirty one. Wow, that's brutal, dude. She's forty. <laughs>
0: she's forty? She's forty years old. Oh, okay. Yeah.
1: Then then I gave even, her a compliment.
0: She's 40 years old. I don't know. I would have been like, she had to be at least 54. (laughs) She she looks pretty bad. (laughs) She, she does like, I don't know what it, and I'm, you know, this is too petty. So I'm going to move on from this, but there's some pictures where she looks tired. Let's just say that. She's sleepy, (laughs) which you know what? If you, God, if your mother was constantly running through your nightmares, you would Uh be sleepy too. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man. Who else? Bill Clinton. That family's... Who, okay, here's the thing. Everybody get on this right now on your Google machine. <laughs> Look up the Clinton family and maybe a Clinton family photo, right? And then let's do on another tab, let's do a Bush family photo. <laughs> okay? And then on one final tab, we'll do a Trump family photo. Okay. So let's just let's just consider all these things. Now make sure you get as many family members as possible. That's really what we're going for here, okay? I, I've got it loaded up, man. The Clinton family is kind of small. I would have thought it was bigger than that. All right, so who out of these th- these families, which one of them is the grossest, and which one of them is not the grossest? You first. Let's see, dude. Bush family is the old moneyest family I've ever seen. Yes. Wow. <laughs> This is like a royal family. They look like a royal family. Well, are they not?
1: They are. I
0: I would do Kennedys, but, you know, Irish Catholic, there'd be 400,000 people in the photograph. (laughs) So there's the Bushes. Then you have the Clintons, a lot smaller of a group than I actually thought it was. I would have thought it was more people than that. But, man, Chelsea has got some powerful legs. Oof. Now, when we do this,
1: that. are we for Trump? Are we counting Kushner?
0: Yeah, you got to count Kushner, okay. who's also a handsome guy, but really scary. At he the doesn't same time. look too
1: good now. Like he's not—he's not, he's not really? looking Is too that good. The case? I mean, he's—he's really?
0: like—he's really uh,
1: it like if if uh, all the presidential families before, like if you were uh-huh. to say they are vampires, mm-hmm. you know, you're like, yeah, okay, maybe. But then you look at Kushner, and you're like, yeah.
0: Yes. Yeah, yeah. You know, he yep, looks like yep. he's
1: from the Out of the Shadows movie. Yeah. He's serious you know looking.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I do. Yes, I do. So, my theory is when you look at, so what I think is really interesting, take to look at this family photo of the Trumps. They're very tan. Yes. <laughs> Most of them are very tan, except for uh, 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 Kushner and uh, I believe that's Eric. The rest of them are very tan. Yeah. That's obviously for that re- for a reason, obviously. Yes. Wait, I have, I have a
1: question. Uh in New York, what is yeah. the, what is the the tanning
0: bed situation?
1: Like is it is it like a real industry or
0: Well, go look up the Cuomo family to answer that question. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yes. I mean it, it there's a lot of tanning that goes on for sure. Yeah, I but I don't think Trump's a tanner. I think he's a sprayer. Yeah, is he not? I don't think that guy sits in a tanning bed. I get claustrophobic. (laughs) My Adderall melts. My, (laughs) I can't concentrate. My feet hurt. (laughs) What? What? That makes me want to Google what are Trump's medical (laughs) conditions? (laughs) Because I really wonder if that guy has ever had gout. I thought thought you were going to Google Trump's feet. (laughs) Mm. All right, let's do it. (laughs) Trump's feet. This episode is going to be us Googling stuff together. Absolutely. All right, Trump's, Trump's feet. Trump's feet. No, not Ivanka, you clowns. Well, that's what you're going to get. I mean... Oh, no, dude. There's a picture of Ivanka when she's like 22 and she doesn't have any shoes on and she's wearing a schoolgirl outfit. That's nuts. Why would... <laughs> that's crazy. That's not okay. Here, I'm going to send you that one. Compliments to the chef. <laughs> It's a, tell me not that that is a fantastic photograph. That is adorable.
1: Where, where are you sending uh, it?
0: The, the, the zoom. Oh, zoom. Zoom. It's a great, great photo. Really cute. Uh <laughs> There's a couple of pictures of his, of his shoes. <laughs> oh my there's God. Only one, isn't that adorable? That picture? Look, all right. There's a couple of. <laughs> Her legs are 12 feet long. They Damn, are. Damn, man. Spectacular, this spectacular. Um, but uh, this is like weird because it's funny because it's half Ivanka when you Google Trump's feet, and then it's half Trump and it has nothing to do with feet.
1: <laughs> uh, Donald. Well, Trump's not going to wear like open-toed shoes. Feet. Like never.
0: No way. Are these really? Are these <laughs> really pictures of Donald? Oh, that's Donald Trump Jr.'s feet. Oh, <laughs> brother, that's brutal. That's rough. You want to take a look at these honkers?
1: Absolutely.
0: Okay. Take a look at these. <laughs> so this is, I guess, a picture of Don Jr. and his and his lady taking a cute photograph, except they both got kind of, like shrimp feet. <laughs> wow, that's disgusting. Holy moly. Wow. Isn't that gross? That's that something. is
1: not great.
0: What is this? Is this man never been on a beach? <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I can't find a picture of our president's feet. I bet guarantee if I Google obama's yes he you'll find t- 25 pictures yeah there's billion pictures of obama's feet because obama because obama would take his shoes off <laughs> he, <laughs> he was the kind of guy who would take his shoes off <laughs> wow that is
1: something else well i'm not i'm not finding george w bush's feet
0: no no bush feet no. how about you know you you know whose feet you're gonna find clinton's feet here we go <laughs> oh no is are those Hillary Clinton's feet? Oh, I'm gonna ha- I'm gonna be sick. <laughs> Here, take that in the zoom. Oh my God, ladies and gentlemen, Google Hillary Clinton's feet. <laughs> <laughs> but, but before we
1: get off of, oh my God,
0: <laughs> aren't those that's some bad. Horrendous,
1: dude. That feet? that is that he is. It
0: looks like she she needs to stop. Listen. She hills. needs to cut
1: down on the salt.
0: That, yes. That's what I was literally <laughs> about to say. Hill dog. You got to cut down on that fast food you and Bill been eating. You can't keep getting heart transplants from young children. She has got some blown wow. up toesy woesies. Oh my goodness.
1: <laughs> Before we get off of the call, I'm going to copy all of these links and put them in the show notes.
0: You have to. Oh yeah. You have to do that. So while you're doing that, I'm going to continue to marvel at Man, this is tr- horrendous. She's got some bad feet. So now let's try Bill's feet. See, Bill's on a been been on a beach. Oh, Bill has some normal feet. Oddly, hmm, not that strange. Anybody you want to know whose feet? Oh, yes. Here we go. <laughs> Jeff Epstein's feet. Let's do it.
1: <laughs> hmm. Absolutely.
0: Hmm. I don't see any of his feet. God, that guy was. Well, because he was dancing. always
1: wearing like Versace shoes and shit.
0: He he was that guy. Can I can I say that dude has had had an eclectic fashion sense? <laughs> you see some pictures of. There's one like Jeffrey Epstein as Monster Energy drinks. It's a famous Twitter thread. It is spectacular, and it's all just different colors of Monster Energies, and he—it's just him in different jackets. Yeah, <laughs> it's, I saw it's that. really strange. What else do we got here? Uh, that Obama's feet, man. Obama's feet are gross. Really? Wow. <laughs> oh man, they're like, yeah, they look like pears. That's crazy. Yeah,
1: that's not good.
0: Pear-like. What else do we got? Bill Gates' feet. Tell me one more. Bill Gates' feet. <laughs> Uh, no nothing that guy wouldn't be caught dead with his feet out oh my god oh no I found a really great I found a really great photo please take this in the zoom and you need everybody needs to go and look at this one because there's no way to describe this other than (laughs) what it is let's see it's, it's Bill Gates I think that's is that I don't know who what, the other two of them are.
1: What am I looking at? All right. I've, is, I've been taken to is. wikifeet.com. Okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's Bill Gates just leaning over, what I is guess. Are,
1: are they having espresso?
0: they are having espresso on the beach, on, beach. <laughs> on the beach these fucking bourgeois this is amazing I would do that any day and it actually Absolutely. doesn't even look like a beach it looks like a private island because like hmm? it's palm trees coming out of the sand <laughs> wow that's spectacular
1: where Where do you think this that photo was taken like, like these <laughs> islands,
0: you know you know exactly where it was taken. I guarantee. Yeah. On the other side of that is that fucking temple to uh, the Canaanite gods.
1: <laughs> you see, you see in that picture, his wife is the smart one because she's hiding her feet in the sand.
0: Yeah, those feet are dug in, huh?
1: <laughs> she knew what we were going to be doing, and she what prepared for it. Li-
0: what is with his little pose there? Oh, he's man. like really ducking in. Like you're, shouldn't you be a little more authoritative than that? If you're you, you know. would think. <laughs>
1: Guy creeps me out. Absolutely. Now Google Soros feet.
0: No way. No. Oh, oh no! If you Google Soros feet, the Prots are gonna have me for this one. Check that in the fucking Zoom chat. Oh no. Oh Francis, what on earth? You. Oh. It's Pope Francis washing it's Pope Francis washing George Soros's feet and now listen Jesus washed feet so all right we wash people's feet I'm not a Nazi not a, not a well not a Nazi adjacent You're yeah not a, oh, sh- when do you you know what the problem is Pope Francis as well as probably everybody in his immediate circle have absolutely no idea what this looks like to people like us. <laughs> They all look at George Soros yep. like, ah, oh, yes, a guy with lots of money and uh, power, you know, he got get on his good side and you know, mm-hmm. he'll help us out. And we're like, this guy eats kids, drinks <laughs> blood. I, I bet you they don't even know. Well, actually, there's probably a lot of people going, ah, uh, he's doing it too, which, to which I will not give comment. Regardless, <laughs> so you could see his feet. And let me tell you one thing about George Soros' feet. Perhaps that's why he's lived for so long. Guy that clearly doesn't consume a lot of salt. He's got some very nice old man feet, let's admit. We have to admit that. Uh, <laughs> don't we have to? <laughs> no, no. Those feet don't look too swollen up to me.
1: They do not look... Anybody
0: else? What about the Coke brothers?
1: <laughs> the Koch brothers' feet. Coke oh,
0: Koch Kato brothers' feet. feet. Koch brothers' feet. Coke brothers' feet. You know, I, I, you can say a lot of things about the Coke brothers. One thing you can't say, there's no pictures of their feet anywhere. The Republicans are smart about their feet. What can I say? Much more. Yeah, they're definitely thinking it more ahead of that. (laughs) Wow. Did not. I had to tell you, I didn't think we would start this by talking about people's feet. (laughs) I'm glad we're here. I know. I'm really glad we're here. I do have some
1: questions for you.
0: Oh, sure. That's great. While you do that, I'm I'm probably going to take us off topic in various directions. (laughs) Just so you're prepared.
1: Well, uh, on the uh, Dissecting Liberty World Famous Discord... I, I, I said, hey, I'm going to have Bird on pretty soon. Okay. Uh, do y'all have any questions? Oh, yes. And uh, I got some philosophy questions and some general oh, my God. life questions and some social oh. media questions. So,
0: mm. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll try.
1: Okay. Well, I'll
0: give it a shot. Here's the first, first all, one. Oh, go ahead. shout out to the Dissecting Liberty Discord. Absolutely. Shout out to you guys. Keep dissecting. Keep liberating hell yeah um and keep memeing and uh you know get it out of your system now because 2021 we respect women again <laughs> uh, that's how the mayan calendar is telling us what to do that not and, me
1: and i gotta say uh speaking of memeing uh, my co-host is uh, on his honeymoon right now so shout out th- this is this is now screw him this is cotton wheat <laughs>
0: Okay, this is Cotton this Week. This is Cotton Week. Enough. I've, I've, I've done three I just did, episodes.
1: Just me. I so I
0: just did my laundry today, my cotton sheets, and i put them back on. and I'm going to have a nice sleep today. So that will be for you, Cotton. Hell yes, you're welcome. I just want to say <laughs> Thank that you. you are welcome. <laughs> Thank you very much. Uh,
1: so the first question from Anarcho Mustachist is, uh, what do you think is going to happen after the election? Not politically, but just culturally.
0: Oh man, I it really got, I I got to draw out two scenarios here because it really depends on who yep. gets elected. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Donald gets elected. Um, it's going to be a lot more of the same for a little while. It'll probably get really hot again. But, but I actually think Trump is probably the safer solution. But I don't know, and uh, so I think it, you'll probably see what you saw in twenty sixteen. You'll see. A, a little more of, but with a much more refined message and target. Like this time around, the left is much more coordinated. I mean, you can they're <laughs> they're protesting every day. Still, that's not going to end before the election. So that's just going to keep going. So I it, it's either going to grow in size or I don't know. If Biden gets elected. This is the more interesting one for mm-hmm. me. Biden gets elected. Well, first of all, if Biden gets elected, it'll be a true feat because Donald Trump has done everything in his power to slow the mail. And and it's and and so which I think is fucking crazy, by the way. <laughs> that that's something that that is a fascist tactic. And I don't mean to say it because it's like, oh, he's a fascist, but it's like that is a tactic that every fascist the world over has used because yep. it really works. <laughs> yeah. It's a really easy system when you start controlling the mail to do things like that anyway. Biden wins. They've already been gearing up to say that, uh, uh, Iran and China have been supporting Biden. Uh, they're already gearing up their own hacking narrative. You can Google those things. Um, you know, t- I don't, you know, right wingers are going to be pissed, um, because they're going to systematically start undoing every single thing Donald Trump did. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you better believe that the minute the next Democrat gets elected, they're going to be removing things that Trump did or, or the things that Trump did are already in line with the message they always wanted to have, which is like about probably 70% of his platform to begin with. Cause they're not that different, the two parties. Yeah. But yeah, I think you'll see a lot more unrest if Biden gets elected. Cause they got a whole new, like there is no Russiagate narrative right now. They've got the mail narrative and <clears throat> I guess if if they run that mail narrative, and there's any ground to it at all, like you have a serious case that you could start doing like real Antifa stuff. Yeah, like there would be real anti-fascist stuff going on. Because I don't know, wouldn't would you agree with me that if if we found out that the sitting president, which he is doing right now, sl- is slowing the mail, and that that would drastically affect the voting results, assuming anybody takes the voting results seriously, which I guess we have to assume <laughs> that for this. But but wouldn't you agree that that's like, first of all, not something his powers should be allowed to do, you know Yeah. Right? And then second of all, totally a tactic we've seen before that leads to way worse things, right? Those are both reasonable things to say. Yeah, spooky.
1: It's very spooky.
0: You either got an even greater case that he's a fascist, so that's going to just fuel more protests on the left, or Biden gets elected, and it's going to get really kooky, because- China's going to get involved in this. you know That narrative Q is going to spin out of control if things like that <laughs> happen. And then all the stuff, of course, about Biden is going to... St- remember, all the stuff about Biden is going to start getting leaks out. That's the other thing, is they have so much on Biden already, obviously. I mean, Biden is... I was reading something yesterday that Biden did that was really, really crazy. I wish I could remember, but it had something to do with... He was responsible for like blocking... A particular bill that you know it was one of those things where you'd read it and you'd go oh man he he only did that because he's deep in somebody's pocket it was like a adjustment on a uh, 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 either an age of consent law or something it was something where you're like well what is that doing for you so he's a (laughs) nefarious character and lots is going to start coming out about him so either way you're going to have a lot of chaos I think yeah and I I think a
1: lot of uh, cause I, a hell of a lot of our listeners would describe themselves as ANCAPs, you know. So sure. and and when you talk about the mail, a lot of people are like whatever, you know. It's it's USPS, you know. It's it, like who cares if it's slowed down, you know? Screw them, it's the government. But
0: like it's it's scary. I mean that the president within the, within the game, yeah, within yeah. the rule. If you were if you were going if everything about the basketball game was the same except that Shaq was able to walk with the ball.
1: <laughs> yes.
0: You you would look at that and you would go, you wouldn't be scared because it would have no direct ramifications on your life, but you'd look at it and go, that's strange that he's the only one who's able to do that. Yeah. <laughs> that seems like that would benefit him. And he's already yeah. the biggest guy on the, on the field. So yeah, it does matter for voting. If you, again, if you don't think voting matters, then really, I don't know, you know, does none of this matters. Yeah. Whatever. But if you got if you accept any part of that game, then him being able to control the post office is, is huge, as yeah. they might say.
1: <laughs> there you go. Okay. So uh the next question from Callie is what are your thoughts on egoism?
0: Oh man, I you know, uh the, the Randian kind is I don't like. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. Let's let's not even consider that.
0: Yeah, the Randian kind I don't like because I don't, you know, it's I mean, and, and it's not for unfair reasons. I've done my Aristotle. You know, I've read through mm-hmm. Aristotle. I don't really follow that stuff too much. So that's more why. And also the hypercapitalism stuff is, is you know, it's, I guess the aesthetic is dope. Um, <laughs> and she wrote some pretty killer books. I read Anthem. Anthem yeah. is awesome. All right. So Sten Sterner. is yeah, the yeah. other kind. These are two diametrically different kinds of egoism because Sterner's a post-structuralist. Um, Stern is okay, uh, and egoism. Well, I, you know, I, I guess it comes down to can a human being perform an altruistic act, which really gets down to what is the definition that we're using for altruism? Is it the Aristotelian kind of altruism? You know, the Kantian kind or Rand's kind, which is an absolute kind where it's a situation where an individual does something and not only doesn't expect to receive benefit, but does not benefit. That's that's the absolutist kind. If you want to define it that way, then I, you know, I think... You'd, first of all, you'd have to convince me that that's the only kind of altruism because ultimately what is altruism? You have to experience it, right? After mm-hmm. the fact, you go, that was an act that I did that felt selfless. Everybody feels that. Everybody knows when they do a selfless act. Everybody does. You you experience it. You know you're doing it. You accept it and you move on with it. Everybody knows that. the The other kind would be not defining it that way, but defining it as, you know, standing to gain less than the other person or standing to lose some, but gain some kind of gratification, right? The like an emotional gratification, like, like that's the other thing people say is the ultimately the argument would boil down to in the Randian kind, the absolutist kind would be something like, well, I just gave like $500 to charity. And you look at me and you go, well, how did that make you feel? And you go, well, you know, I feel good that I'm helping other people. And they go, aha, that's not altruism. That's selfishness. And I think that's a really pedantic point more than anything else. Um, so that's what I think about it. I mean, if, you know, if that's, if that's egoism to the core is that ultimately your ethics should be dedicated towards, you know, primarily satisfying the ego first and foremost, which is, that's both Stirner and Rand. Both kinds are still pretty much centered around that. I would just say it's ultimately it's a little pedantic, and if you want to live that way, I can't tell you not to. But like, I'm not the kind of guy who argues with other people's life philosophies, anyway. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like if you want to live that way, I'll be whatever, man. As long as it doesn't, as long as I'm nowhere near it, and you don't brainwash my kids into doing it, we don't have a problem.
1: Yeah. Do you think TikTok is an, an egoist uh, platform?
0: No, TikTok is definitely a. Um, a behavioralist nightmare for sure. <laughs> it's what, what, definitely what was biological. The guy,
1: what was the guy um, before
0: uh, Skinner?
1: Oh, who said? Oh, uh, I was
0: gonna say B- Skinner is the.
1: But not not Skinner, but but the guy the guy before him that said, uh, like, "Oh, give me a hundred kids in an island." This is what he said: "Give me a hundred kids in an island, and I can make you one <laughs> banker, one thief, one whatever."
0: Well, that sounds like Thomas Aquinas because Thomas Aquinas has a quote like that. Um, I don't know. I just Googled that. That's a, I remember there's a Thomas Aquinas quote that said, give me a child who's a toddler and I can teach them basically whatever you, you know, you want me to. Yeah. Um, Shout out to uh, BF Skinner, by the way. Um, Influences, Pavlov, Darwin, Mach, Loeb. James Jean-Jacques Rousseau. Uh-oh. <laughs> okay. Uh-oh. That's one of those that's one of those names that yeah, I didn't get that far into liberalism to be like have to consider his ideas. I, I like after I was like I got Locke Right, and then I was like, "That's all I need. I don't need more liberals." Right, like uh, that. Yeah. He rounded all the theory out, and then from there, I was like, "Okay, so now we just need to figure out how to make this shit work." I didn't need to go to him, but apparently, people really hate that guy, huh?
1: <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, he was like a he was like an anarcho syndicalist, basically. So
0: ah, well, what's wrong with that? Like, I mean, like, what's <laughs> wrong with that? And as far as it adds spice to this otherwise useless life, I mean, we don't actually think any of our theories are going to win, right? <laughs>
1: Well, see, but but Rousseau's issue was he was like if you don't want to be an anarcho-syndicalist, oh, too bad. We're going to we're oh. going to force you to. You know, oh. so so that that's the issue. And and okay. and that sucks. L- look into his uh, I fr- it's I think it's called Emile, like his his book he wrote on uh, how to raise a child. It oh, is no. it is bad shit. Oh no! I mean, it's like it's like starve if if they disrespect you, starve them for a week. Uh, oh my god! Shit like that, it is crazy.
0: Man, that's old school, right? Oh yeah. <laughs> you shouldn't starve your kid for a week. I mean, like a day, maybe. Like you take May- away, a- yeah. you know, you're not getting you're not getting dinner tonight. Uh-huh. And if they're like, "Man, I need to eat," I'll be like, "Fuck." <laughs> <You can't-> <laughs> <laughs> you- that's right. You need to eat. I can't just stop you from eating. <laughs> oh man if only you could if only you could what an easy world it would be We could just live in a world where everyone did what i said <laughs> uh, or what baron said Sorry. see
1: to, to, like you have to explain to your kid that that scarcity exists so that's how uh starving them becomes a punishment <laughs> sure they,
0: let me get back let me say let me go back to it just for one second it listen if you if you like egoism please enjoy yourself <laughs> because yes, I, I because people will be like really upset if you're like you don't like the thing that I believe yeah <laughs> you know which I don't understand because like I I frequently run into people who don't like the things that I believe and I you know at that point I don't you know I don't respond to most people yeah so it's you know just it's not like I'm gonna tell you what to do
1: yeah so we got another question from a uh, a real big loser uh shout out yeah Ted from Crowdfunded Government real big losers uh he asked he asked uh your thoughts on post-austrian economics
0: oh he tweeted that at me today (laughs) so i think what we i think it was Carr Campit who summed up post-austrian economics and i actually think that there's ground to the notion behind what he posted i'm not sure if i can find it Hmm. it's good It, it was very good uh So I think what we discovered was um, that in post-Austrian economics, it's actually that Austrian economics is correct, except that money isn't real. And so the minute that people stop believing in it, it has no power anymore. So it's all Austrian economics until the moment that everybody goes, wait, this shit isn't real. And then it stops being economics altogether. And then I don't know, I guess we transcend. I would hope.
1: I, I think after it stops being and people argue with me about this, but I think after it stops being economics, it just becomes psychology.
0: Yeah, right. Yeah. Well, I mean after it become well, if we hit truly honest, well, here's the serious point. If we hit post scarcity, um uh it's yeah, I don't know what it, it's gonna be because it's not gonna be needs. It might not even be wants, <laughs> because at some point you could probably just get everything you want. Uh, so I guess it would have to be, um, I don't know. I just imagine by that point you'd plug yourself into a machine and, and exist in your own universe. Um, right. Yeah. <laughs> Cause here's the thing people haven't considered. It's really, it, post scarcity is a lot easier to reach. If it looks, instead of it looking like we could produce anything we want, it looks a lot easier to do if we can hack into people's brains and give them inseparable realities, where they're able to control things however they want and create their own post-scarce mini universes. So I feel like that's a much like the Matrix is a much easier way to reach post-scarcity than actually doing it materially. So that's I'm pretty sure that's where we're headed.
1: Yeah, and, that, and that's the issue you're going to run into with a lot of ANCAPs. is like the the post-scarcity. Idea,
0: yeah, that's why I, you know, because I, as far as I understand, it, economics isn't real, so I don't want to have that debate. All I know is the <laughs> minute that you can plug yourself into a machine that uh, delivers you all the taste, smell, uh, uh, visual because they got rob. Did you know this? They got robots that can ha- carry conversations. <laughs> this is insane. They have so, AI GPT-3, I've been having conversations with it for about two months now. It's more real than half the people I've met on the internet. Now, if they could just make strawberries appear in my mouth, in my brain then that's it. I don't need anything else. So you guys can worry about economics out there. I'm plugging up. (laughs) So, so what I'm hearing
1: is that a bird would take the blue pill.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. You have, here's the, here's the thing that's revealed when you get to a certain point is you, 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 you will die or take the blue pill. So, you know, you just have to salvage what you can um, uh, in the meanwhile, or you can go and live in the woods you know and hopefully they don't find you which really shout out to you cuz that's my other option
1: <laughs> uh okay so now i got a couple of uh like direct philosophy questions like a bit of like history of philosophy
0: oh man okay uh, Let's see what i can do
1: well i mean and it's it's to you personally like your opinions oh uh, okay so for for again from anarcho he said uh to you, who is the most relevant modern philosopher? Oh, modern philosopher? Yeah. That's and, and super I, I interesting. Guess, I guess let's say the last 20 years.
0: Oh, I was going to say, because um, modern's pretty big period. Yeah. Um, let me do modern first, because I think modern is really interesting. Um, Marx is certainly still very relevant today because people won't stop bringing him up. Um, and I think Rand is incredibly relevant and always has been. I think the two of them are very, very relevant still to this day. As far as modern philosophers, who's like things they believed we're seeing play out like in real time, it's the yeah. two of them for sure. Uh, and then in the last 20 years, who do I think is the most relevant philosopher of the last 20 years? It's Chomsky, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. Manufacturing consent is no joke. Like he's like, I don't know if he penned that in the last 20 years, but he's been pushing that line in the last literally a year ago. Chomsky's definitely one of them, uh, which is crazy because that dude's about 800 years old.
1: <laughs> now, this, this isn't a question somebody uh, submitted, but with modern philosophers, what do you think about Zizek? Who who is like if, if I had to guess he was like thirty years old but he looks like the same age as Chomsky, you know. But.
0: Yeah, Zizek is a really good writer. He's not a good speaker, but I don't blame him for it. It yeah. tr- seems like he has trouble speaking to begin with. Um, he's a good writer. He's a really good theologian, uh, which is interesting. Um, uh, and 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 he he's. He's not even that much of a modernist. Like a lot, it's interesting because he's a very relevant philosopher that he appears in a lot of writings critiquing like Foucault and Deleuze, like people that I've been reading recently, Heidegger. Yeah. So it's interesting because it's good to get like a literally like yesterday guy's perspective. Like, he, like you know, oh my God, he wrote this article yesterday about this person. It's good to get that. Um, and he engages a lot and he's much more open then I think he appears to be on YouTube. Like he's did a whole argument about um, like a cat, like an argument with a Catholic theologian about like the symbology of the cross. It was really, really interesting. Hmm. So he's uh, I used to think he was kind of a dummy because like, all you see is him on YouTube arguing with, you know, Jordan Peterson and things like that. And it doesn't showcase how intelligent that guy actually is. So I'm a big, I'm a big fan in that. Again, he's like a spice of life guy. Like I don't like I don't agree with him, but honestly, the world might be more boring without him. Even if he's convincing people of bad ideas, because honestly, those people would probably be convinced of bad ideas anyway. Yeah. So at least there, at least it's a charming communicator. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, well, that's like an issue I have with a lot of quote unquote and caps is. You can find somebody incredibly interesting and not agree with them. Like on, on a recent podcast I did with uh, Derek from Burning Boots, uh, we were talking about Marx <laughs> and I mentioned, I said, hey, dude, I'm using a Marx book as a as a, a coaster for my beer right now. You know, like I got it. It's 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 with me. I'm reading it. <laughs> You know, it's interesting, but I don't agree. I don't necessarily agree with everything he's saying, but I can read it. I I
0: really also have to tell you, I think people, um, first of all, people are far too jumpy about the word capitalism. Yeah. um, Because even if you call yourself an anarcho-capitalist, first of all, the term you're using – you know, did it it, it? it was adapted later than the term they're using. I mean, you know, we could show you books yep. from from the '40s where the capitalism that is being talked about is not a conception that exists today. But that's not the important argument. The important argument is you have to know what they're saying, right? And I mean, like, you have to know they're not talking about us in particular, unless they're specifically talking about us, right? Like, if you're, if it's you thinking, you go, well, they can't be talking about me because they're talking about megacorps mm-hmm. and Mark Zuckerberg and you know, the Koch brothers, like well, people not, not are vaguely that, sometimes
1: they're talking about like FDR, you know, yeah, like, like it, it's yeah, just it's not the range. same
0: definition. Yeah, it's not. So I guess people are very jumpy about that, but that that made me lose track of what the original point was. Uh, Oh, what was the, what was I, the original question? <laughs> you, you, you finished
1: the question. I just okay, good. I just right, brought good. up something else.
0: Well, no, because I think I said first of all, people are too jumpy about capitalism, and then I wanted there was another one, and that was the more important one. Oh no, yeah, it's just know that when they're saying that, they really do mean global. I mean, it, look, they don't like you either, trust me. Yeah, <laughs> but they're not. You're not who they're talking about. About ninety five percent of the time, they're talking about global capitalism consumerism uh overproduction like they're talking about like uh the things that even we look at and we cringe Mm -hmm. at we go that's gross that doesn't that doesn't work talking like i'm an ANCAP, i say we i'm look i'm trying (laughs) to i'm I'm ingratiating myself you're being diplomatic i'm trying let's say (laughs) that i'm trying i'm not i'm not a capitalism hater by the way i'm not a capitalism i'm a capitalism distruster i will say that i look at it with a with a modicum of suspicion but it but it appears to be a better economic operating form than, you know, standing in the line and waiting for a chair to be yeah. given to me.
1: <laughs> so uh, speaking of Derek, uh, he asked, do you think we should ally more with anarcho communists or statist right libertarians? That's obviously a,
0: a oh, the related to the, to the Pete, Pete question. Yeah. Oh, I see they took neoliberal out because that was the one that I already said. There's no way we could ally with them um because i firmly believe that you can't we cannot ally with neoliberals people were like economics economics i'm like i know i know they're also brainwashing you and and make putting you into a box that makes you think you're free until you realize you're not and then you capitulate just take the blue pill um so out of the two of those groups right authoritarians or anarcho communists i think i said you're literally stuck between terrorists and nazis
1: yeah you so know, just I, don't I,
0: ally i i go i mean i if you no. i i you have to choose right yeah. if you have to choose anarcho-communists i mean 100 percent of the way yeah i could never ally with a, an authoritarian i i would rather yeah. i i would rather have the illusion that i'm fighting the bad guy and becoming a bad guy than just being the bad guy like i'd rather i don't know if i was like because it so I guess the, the question is the dichotomy of if it's those two groups fighting, <laughs> right? Yeah. I can not, I, you can't, I don't know. I can't, I cannot go on the right authoritarian side. I think the original question Pete did was like a society or like we should ally more with this group's visions of things. And people are like, well, right. Because of the culture. And it's like, but that authoritarian thing means that, there's even less room for difference in culture, so you're going to be getting pushed one way or the other. So I don't know. I, I think the authoritarian thing seems more important to me. So yeah, I'm going. I'm going Ancoms. Man, you couldn't. <laughs> you couldn't talk to them. Yeah. They're they're dude. <laughs> I can I tell you, and 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 no one else is listening. Right. In my neighborhood, I saw an Antifa kid. They're real. Yeah. I saw one. (laughs) Let me explain to you what this kid looked like. He was first of all, white as snow because they all are. I mean, mean, white as snow as in like an albino. Like he was white and he had blonde. (laughs) The blonde hair, shortcut hair, like the guy ah, no, the guy from the Chromex is bald. He had really short (laughs) punkish hair. He was blonde. And he was wearing painter's Pants, you know those painters' pants with yeah. the loop that all that all these fucking leftists wear because I they pretend like they buy them from thrift stores and not yeah. on, on Amazon. So they, so he was wearing those. He was wearing beat up Adidas. I mean, you, this kid came out of a, an Instagram page for sure. He had a purple and black mask on with, and he was had mascara and eyeliner on. <laughs> And a shirt on that was tucked into the painter's pants and then slightly pulled out on the sides for that balloon effect that right, all these freaking right. e boys have. You know exactly yes. what I'm talking about. If you've been on <laughs> e boy Instagram one time, this kid was pulled out of one of these pages.
1: Yeah, and, I-, I was going to say he's exactly how I would have yeah, described him, having not really seen real. him. You know.
0: Oh, and he had blush on his on his cheeks. You know, I'm telling you, it was the. Exactly what you you would imagine.
1: Now wait, wait a minute. He, you're, you're calling him a he, but like,
0: did you ask that's
1: true. his pronouns? That's
0: true. <laughs> that's a fair point. I didn't. I don't know. I didn't know. They uh, they were <laughs> they were a strange looking human <laughs> for sure. Yeah, uh, that didn't even
1: save you. That could have been elf kind or
0: something. <laughs> yeah, you're right. It could have been anything. No, but really, like that was. The, that was a kid who, see, and that's the affliction that they have that really rubs me the wrong way is this is the kind of kid who would burn down like, you know, a mom and pop shop mm-hmm. owned by a family that, you know, came from absolutely nothing from a foreign country. They'd burn it down. And then afterwards, th- they might even find out whether that- that's the place that they burned down in the name of, you know, anti-corporatism and, 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 and outrage. And they wouldn't feel remorse about it because they're more, that kind of individual is much more ready to justify their own shittiness. Whereas that seriously, a Nazi does not justify his own shittiness. He doesn't think it's shitty. Like he really believes it. And so they're both incredibly nefarious. Like they're both really creepy to me. And that's why I I don't, you know, you either, you got to be a tanky or you have to be, and the lower right. Those are the only two consistent ideological positions because they're the only two positions (laughs) where people eventually just go, can we fucking try something that works? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Can we we have one message that makes sense? And then Nazis are like, yeah, we got a standard message and we really believe all the shitty parts of it and by the end of it, nobody but us is alive. And then on the ANCOM side, it's like there's nobody else but us. Like, like we turned everyone else into us because we use TikTok and we all dress the same and and we all talk the same. And so we're just one person. Neither of those movements sounds like a good way to go out to me. Yeah. Neither of those. You're brainwashed either way. Right. So here's the question though. I don't really consider myself lower right, but if I had to, you know, if I had to pick one of the quadrants, then I'm definitely lower right. I'd rather be lower center, lower right. If that's, are we brainwashed? Like, because I can look at either direction that's adjacent to us and go, those two groups at their extreme are extremely brainwashed. Is that the case in the lower right?
1: Man, I've been on TikTok and they've been pushing all that Rothbard down my throat. So I'm, I'm very brainwashed. Well, there you go. There you go.
0: <laughs> Proof is in the pudding, ladies and gentlemen. That's, Rothbard. That's right. Next question. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, uh, we've been going for about an hour.
0: Uh, you you down to record for a little bit longer? Oh, yeah, sure. I could go another 30, 35, 40. Yeah, why not? Okay. Sure. Well, let's, so let's keep throwing them at me. Hell yeah. I'll, I'll tend to ramble on questions, as you'll know. So unless you <laughs> whip me into saying, all right, give me quick a quick answer. And then, you know, unless you do that, I, I need more time.
1: <laughs> okay. Well, let's do another 30 then. Uh all Let's right, see cool. here. Um, An Arco Mustachist asked... Uh, What's one of your favorite conspiracy theories? And I know that's (laughs) that's super
0: open-ended. So I... Oh, my God. All right. So, listen, this is a serious one because I'm a... All right. I don't know how to, how to put this, but I don't, okay. So I don't really have a favorite conspiracy theory because I don't view it to really be that much of a conspiracy theory, but I really do like some aspects of alternative archeology. span um, I think that like uh, you know, the idea that the younger Dryas was only a few months long and that it was a massive period where a lot of religions, a lot of myths about religions were formed. like, I a lot of people in a certain community would call it a conspiracy theory. I don't. Um, but I think it's really interesting. Um, and then the Charlie Manson stuff from Tom O'Neill's book is good, but here's what I was doing yesterday. I went down a rabbit hole that I, I just don't quite understand. We, we began by some, uh, it was Howie Snowden, shout out to Howie. Uh, he threw a thing, a picture in, into, into the, into the DMs. And it was like, Carrie Sec is a neoreactionary combination of, and it was like a lot of really big words, right? A lot of really huge words. And he was like, I am determined to figure out what the hell this tweet means. <laughs> and I was like, all right, that's a challenge. It was a lot of like philosophy words, right? So I broke it down and I tried, and I figured out what it was. And it was referring to a specific movement of people who, are, who know themselves, at least from what we knew at the beginning, as hashtag Calia CC. kalia CC. So we're like, what the hell is Kalia CC? I googled it. You get a couple of really weird things when you google it. You get a couple of threads from Paranormal on 4chan, and I started digging through those. And Kalia CC, when I Google, it was a lot of people going, what is Kalia CC? I don't understand what this is, Calia CC. So I was like, okay, so I'm not the only person who doesn't know what this is. And then there were other people going, you know, don't worry about what Kalia CC is. It doesn't matter. Uh, oh, you want to know what Calia CC is? Ask Mia, ask Mia. So this name Mia kept showing up, Mia, Mia. So I started Googling Calia CC, Mia. I got to another thread another paranormal thread and I got in the thread and it was a thread that was full of Rocco's Basilisks. Uh, If you don't know what Rocco's Basilisk is, I definitely suggest you you pause this, Google it. Um, Before you do that, uh, I've got to give you a content warning. uh, It involves a thing where if you learn about what it is, you die. So if you get creeped (laughs) out by stuff like that, don't learn about it. But if you want to learn about it, Rocco's Basilisk. Go Google it. Um, I'm going to explain it now. You can skip ahead you know, two minutes <laughs> if you don't want to learn. It's basically this concept that's the same as Pascal's Wager. It's the idea that a supreme entity, uh, once once a, an individual becomes aware of the existence of a supreme entity, that individual is incentivized to act to that supreme entity's end. Because if, it, if they don't do that, then that supreme entity will punish them. There's a lot of problems with this, obviously, of course. Uh, The idea with this particular Rocco's Basilisk is it was formed in this rationalist community, and it was a rationalist thought experiment. It's widely decried now, but it was interesting at the time. Anyway, so this whole thread is full of Rocco's Basilisks, pictures that go, when you read this, Uh, When you sub-vocalize the term virus 23, the virus has entered your body. And it goes on and explains this. I'm like, what in the hell is this? (laughs) Keep scrolling down, keep scrolling down. And eventually it goes, Mia, uh, 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 it's something like Mia is the basilisk. Mia is the basilisk. So I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? (laughs) So I keep Googling. And eventually I find something that's a little telling. It's something like, uh, somebody breaks the wall for a second, which you're not supposed to do on paranormal. That's a big no-no. Somebody breaks the wall and goes, uh, and I'm, I caught, and I don't know if you edit your episodes here, but I'm gonna use some language that I'm not proud that I have to use, but I have to use it. Uh, uh, uh Mia is a who won a contest on 4chan and now is bullying lands. Uh, disciples on Twitter. It was something to that effect. The term kept coming up. And because it's 4chan. <laughs> yeah. And so I was like, all right, let's Google Mia Kalia CC. I do that and I find a profile at Mia underscore BPD. And I go, okay. Oh, there's a big part of this that matters. There's a picture of this person I put in quotes. And on the paranormal threads, it was this person with a very bloody nose and a beaten up face, many different pictures of this person all beaten up. It was part of the paranormal thread. It was making it really creepy. I was like, who is this Mia person? I see the same person with one of the same pictures on this profile, Mia BPD. This profile doesn't exist anymore. It was suspended. It has on it, uh, you know, uh, I'm autistic, I have bipolar disorder, I'm 19 years old, uh, my pronouns are she, her, blah, blah, blah. Uh, it has C CC on it. And I'm like, okay, well, we found our thread. It's a suspended account, so I got into the archives, and I made a couple of connections. So apparently, what we discovered was Kall- that this Mia person was one member of this group called Kalia CC. Kalia CC in Googling this led me to another person who is attached to me as profile, a person who still exists, who I please don't, you know, you can go and scroll this guy's profile, but like, don't mention I mentioned this person. Cause I, this is like a, a weird can of worms that I'm not sure if this person even remembers. This is just in passing. This was years ago. This stuff I was moving through and this person at, Vedic cyber god, is another member of Kaliya CC, and he or she, I don't know who it is, lists out like 50 to 100 commandments or something like that. And they're all commandments about how you should live, blah, 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 from this theory called Kali Yuga. So I go Kali Yuga. Okay, Kaliya CC Kali Yuga, okay, fine. Kali Yuga. But this guy's something else too. The a the C part is it's actually Kali C A C C for acceleration. Now let me explain to you what I found once I discovered that. <laughs> there is a movement that stems from 4chan that is that I Really hard to ex- explain this if you haven't been on 4chan, but it was, a, and I wish I could pull the quotes up. But this freaking DM chain was deleted. Qu- quotes like Kalia, Kali Yuga accelerationism is a eclectic blend of memers, old fags, uh, summer fags, uh, gym bros, uh, femboys." Nazis, it was like all these really odd groups put together and the goal of the group at least in some respect is to bring back this weird and they call it schizoautism I saw many people reference and call this thing schizo <laughs> schizoautism and if you look at some of the tweets from these people, it makes a lot of sense there's like something strange about it so I keep looking through these tweets. I keep looking through these tweets and I find two really interesting things. These people are Dalusians. Like I just did a whole episode on Deleuze. These people are like postmodern, neo-reactionary right-wingers who believe in Aryan migration theory in a very extreme form of Aryan migration theory that, that, that Nordic people from a great civilization of the past invaded India And created Hinduism. And so these people are like vaguely Hindu. And so they do, they, but they don't do yoga. They don't believe in reincarnation because these are all things that don't appear in the Rig Veda. They're later incarnations. So they only believe in early Hinduism, but they're also, do you know who Nick Land is Cotton? No. Nick, do you know who uh, Curtis Yarvin is? Yes. So Curtis Yarvin mentions mold bugs. Some people might know him as Nick Land. Is uh, uh sort of a if you had to think of a, a, a movement of thinkers, there's Yarvin's sector of people, and then there's Land's sector of people hmm. in the neo reactionary movement. The N- land is known more for race politics, uh, much more into genetics and you know stuff like that. So he's a he's a I wouldn't call him alt right, alt right is like not these people play on a way different conceptual sphere than yeah. they hold right. These people are like esoterists and that's what they are. They're esoteric people. They don't think in straight lines. They think in very strange directions. And, uh, and the whole movement of the group was the whole point of the group was to bring back the original untamed nature. That was the original spirit of 4chan. That's what I read. That that was the point of the, this philosophy was they, these people are insane, and half of them are autistic, and they say this in their bios, and half of them have bipolar disorder, and they say this in their bios, and they're race realist, vaguely Hindu, I internet 4chan users from the old fag days, like in 2000, and what, 6, 7, like early 4chan, these people are, and then like modern neo-Nazis, white supremacists and nationalists, Jim bros, femboys, like literally everything that you that existed on 4chan back in the day. I'm sure a lot of my old 4chan users are like, man, I remember that, Untamed. That was the Wild West back in the day, dude. It was the Wild West. So that's what these people wanted to do. At least that's vaguely what I picked up in one sense. And then they also have this really strange Hindu philosophy that's also like vaguely Mennonist, And also, you know what I mean? Like yes. it's, it's, it's all those really like odd, it's very strange. So it's not a conspiracy theory. It's just, Sometimes you'd find the weirdest shit on the internet. this strange this and these people are not larping. this Vedic cyber God account, not only is this Vedic cyber God account like massive as in like it has a lot of tweets, but like I've seen other people reference this guy before. like I have people that I follow that follow that guy. like he's big enough like in an intellectual sense it seems like people seem to like follow that guy a, a little bit or gal, whoever it is. And it's just so weird. It's just weird the things you find on the internet, man. The people, the these people are like the biggest brains, I think, right? Like these are some yeah. of the biggest brains on the internet. It's crazy how big people's brains are on the internet. Crazy. So that was a dizzying <laughs> whirlpool for me. It took two hours for me to figure all this out. It was absurd. Yeah, I'm gonna have to. <laughs> I'm gonna have to go back and listen to that. <laughs> It, absolutely insane oh no there's nothing. I mean, listen that, that, this was that... this was a dm chain that i can't get up otherwise i would post the pictures of it because so absurd i'd love to get all my links back <laughs> i sent it to ted i sent it to ted absurd nihilism i sent it to yeah. him and he was like this is a gold mine what you found here is a gold mine it's crazy we managed to find mia's archived tweets it's like the most edge posting edge stuff it's amazing it's and apparently she got kicked off of Twitter because she was bullying Nick Land, <laughs> which is really awesome. I think, I don't know. i I pretty sure she said something like homosexuals like need to be shocked back into normal. I don't know. Even, yeah. Even though she's trans, like I, you know, but then again, she has bipolar disorder. So I don't know what she's dealing with on the inside. So whatever, whatever the case. Yeah. But uh, like, like
1: what I'm saying is you've just given me a lot to, to look up. You know, like I'm going to have to go back and and listen to what you're talking about and and just be Googling the entire time. Listen
0: to this. Let's do So so Kali Yuga, just so we know, it's one of the four, it's the last stage the world goes through as the part of the cycles is described. Oh, I didn't actually look up Kali Yuga. This is good. Ah, strife, discord, quarrel, or contention. It's associated with the demon Kali. Uh, It began uh, based on the starting year 3,102 BCE and has a duration of 432,900 years oh my god so we are in Kali Yuga and that does not end for a long time so we're in the final stage of the world before the end of the world as, as far as what the Hindus say so I guess they're apocalyps- apocalyptolithists right <laughs> wouldn't they be that now the dark age of Kali Yuga has come. Plant the name the name of the one Lord. It is not the season to plant other seeds. Do not wander lost in doubt and delusion. Okay, that was a Sikh inter- uh, 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 interpretation of the Kaliyuga. Oh my God, somebody found it. White supremacists embrace accelerationism. Oh boy. I guess these people want to get the Kali Yuga over with. <laughs> oh boy, that's great. <clears throat> oh, there's lots of art. There's a Medium article about it. Oh, man. Maybe we should do a round two where we go and explore these people's beliefs based on some of these articles here. I'm sure they're very, very together and fair. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, man. This is crazy. Wow. Okay. that's I'm going to be down another rabbit hole, Cotton. This is a little bit nuts. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. So that fascists, I don't know. They're not fascists. I don't know. Are they? Maybe hindu uh vaguely hindu um uh right-wing accelerationists on the internet in a very small sphere and this one character mia who got suspended and i guess got deified on 4chan supernatural by becoming one of rocco's basilisks i i don't know it's very odd and that's the kind of thing i did at 2, 2 a.m and <laughs> <continue to do. laughs>
1: and i'm sure uh no substances were involved right
0: well it's all because of Howie, so whatever substances that there were and that were involved, it, I didn't even I just had to finish it. I just had to get it over with. Yeah. Well uh
1: let's go ahead and wrap it up. I don't I don't have any other
0: questions that, that
1: are that are uh closed ended, you know. So uh let's go okay. ahead and wrap up and uh so just give your plugs.
0: Oh, man. All right. So check out the podcast, The Rollo and Slappy Show. Uh, you can find that on t- uh, Twitter, SoundCloud, the internet. Uh, me and my co-host, Slappy, we go around. We we uh, bully people into buying things that they don't want to buy. Tractors. And, and, yeah, and we talk a lot about tractors. So follow me at, at Rollo McFlugel. Follow my co-host at, at Slappy Jones, too. Thanks a lot.
1: Hell, yeah. Thank you all for listening.
0: <laughs> squad. <laughs>